Hello! Well, it's been a minute since I've recorded a new episode, and I wanted to let you know what's going on. I'm writing a book, two actually, that will be published this year. I've heard from some of you that you're furiously taking notes as you listen to the podcast episodes. Some of you have even printed off the transcripts and are highlighting them and putting them in a binder. I love this so much, and it has inspired me for book number two. So what you've been asking for, it's coming. Now, that said, I will be recording a new episode soon and we'll get back to a regular schedule. In the meantime, if you're interested in hearing about the book and knowing when it's coming out, be sure to go to trishazodi.com and get on my email list. You'll be the first to know. Now, here's the episode you came for. Hi, friends. It's Trisha Zodi. Welcome to my podcast. Another Beautiful Life, Restoration of Mind, Body, and Spirit After Brokenness. I am so excited that you're joining me here today as we walk this journey together. I believe that God is extending out His hand, offering each one of us the opportunity to be guided into restoration. I also believe that with restoration comes freedom, adventure, and great hope. These are the things He's calling us to. And I'm glad we can do this together. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 139. This is the last of the In 5 Minutes series, Better Not Bitter. We're following a thread here as we go through this In 5 Minutes episodes. Week 1 was about forgiveness. Week 2 was about reconciliation. And week 3 was about offense, which emphasized the effects that lead to bitterness and how bitterness destroys our lives emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And today, we're talking about being better, not bitter. I'm pretty sure there are more than just one or two of us who needs peace in the midst of their circumstances right now. We are suffering in all manner of ways, and we need to know that it's not all in vain, that something good is going to come of it. Well, I'm sure of it, and here's why. I'm journaling through the Bible, and I'm currently at James 1. Verse 2 says, Count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience, and let patience have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. End quote. Trials are not fun. They're not something we would normally count it all joy. In fact, sometimes trials of various kinds seems to want to break us and take us under. Fair enough. Life is hard. None of us get out of here unscathed. In fact, Jesus told us that in this world you will have trouble, sorrow, suffering. John 16 verse 33. But here's why we're told to count it all joy. Not because God likes to see us suffer, not because we're supposed to fake it till you make it, not because we're supposed to want more suffering, but only because we value God's glory in our life that comes when we suffer. Think about that a second. And how does that happen? See, when you're suffering through trials, you have a choice to allow it to make you better 
or to make you bitter. One of these will bring glory to God. James 1 verse 3 continues to tell us that when we are in these fiery trials, there's something transformative that can happen, something that makes us better, not bitter. And that is, as we walk it out in faith, we're able to learn more and more patient endurance under the pressure. We're able to wait on God. Be still and know I am God, Psalm 46 verse 10, and to trust in him, casting our cares on him, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns on him because he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. 1 Peter 5 verse 7, the Amplified Version. When we do this, as we walk it out in faith, this patient endurance creates in us a better character than we had before the trial. A character that looks more like Jesus than our old selves as we experience more of God in it. It's in the valleys of life that we discover more and more of who God is, not when things are going smoothly, right? The more we discover about him, the more we know him intimately. And the more we know him intimately, the more we love him and are willing to confess and submit to him. This makes a better me and a better you. Verse 4 says that when we allow all of this to happen in us under the fiery trial, we will feel different. We will see differently. We will understand our life with a different perspective. Friend, you're able to count it all joy because God is going to use this fiery trial to bring glory to himself and to advance his kingdom. In other words, your troubles will not be in vain. They will be used for a glorious and impactful purpose if you let it. If you value this, this will make you feel complete and satisfied and content, lacking nothing, as verse 4 tells you it will. Going back to John 16, verse 33, Jesus began by saying, I tell you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. If we choose to let whatever we're facing today, the wayward child, the financial hardships, the loss of a loved one, whatever it is, we will go through it in peace, lacking nothing whatsoever that allows us this peace, including our mental and moral character. If we choose to value God's glory in our trial, then we can be sure it will make us better, not bitter. Friend, I know this is not easy. Yes, believe me, I know. So if you're a Christian woman and you'd like some help here, I'd love to help you. Book a free 30-minute call on my calendar so we can chat about life coaching together. The link is in the show notes. And don't forget to get the listener's guide that will help you work through this topic. That link is in the show notes as well. Have a wonderful week, friends. See you next Wednesday for the next episode of Another Beautiful Life.